Go Loud presents the Lennon Courtney podcast. Welcome to this week's bonus episode. It's going to be a beautiful one. I just know it. In the main episode this week, we presented the Thinking Woman's Guide to the Supernatural. It was a spirited episode that haunted us for days after. Our jokes are truly ghostly. I mean, ghastly. Um, now, let's start this minisode. So, Brandon, we decided collectively, um, I suggested, and, and you came along for the ride. And I decided. That, <laughs> <laughs> that um, we were going to, throughout the course of this minisode, test your suggestibility. Yeah. Okay, so you ready? Go for it. Okay, okay here I'm are the excited. questions that I'm going to ask you. In a group situation with people you've just met, would you feel comfortable drawing attention to yourself by initiating a conversation? Hell yeah! Okay, baby. <laughs> Do you tend to feel awkward or self-conscious initiating touch, holding hands, kissing, etc. with someone who you are in a relationship or in front of other people? No. Couldn't give a shite. If you feel that you deserve to be complimented for something well done, do you feel comfortable if the compliment is given to you in front of other people? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's one of your favourite things. It's one of my favourite things. If you had a choice, would you rather avoid being around children most of the time? Yes! (laughs) Hate them. Wouldn't eat a whole one. (laughs) When expressing your ideas, do you find it important to relate all the details details leading up to the subject so that the other person can understand it completely. No. <laughs> Don't give a Are you sure, Esther? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, here we go. After having an argument with someone, do you have a tendency to dwell on what, what you could or should have said? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. And then I could have said, yeah, well, you don't know me. And I told him. Not twice for yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel comfortable holding hands or hugging someone you're in a relationship in front of other people? A question I think we already answered. Yes, I do. Maybe yes. it's a control question. Maybe. In a new class or lecture situation, do you usually feel comfortable asking questions in front of the group, even though you may desire further explanation? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's safe to say, having just done a master's with you. Yeah. Do you feel that you're a good conversationalist? Absolutely. <laughs> Do you find it easy to be at ease and comfortable with your body movements, even when faced with unfamiliar people and circumstances? Yes, I'm a dancer. Animal flow, animal flow. <laughs> Have you ever walked in your sleep during your adult life? No. Yes. Oh, for God's sake. Yes. Can I go back? No, no I good can't. Right, go on. Okay. Do you feel that you're not relaxed or loose in body movements, especially when faced with unfamiliar people or circumstances? No, I am relaxed. Right, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you enjoy relating to children? No. <laughs> you sure? I don't like them. Uh, do you tend to occasionally tune out when someone is talking to you? Yes. <laughs> and therefore do not Sorry, what do you say? What do you say? was said because your mind Whatever. drifts onto something else that'd be in What are you talking about? <laughs> is she still talking? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. When someone talks to you about feeling warm physically, do you also begin to feel warm? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, as a child, did you feel that you were more affected by your parents' tone of voice than by what they actually said? Oh, yes. Yeah. Do you feel that most people, when you first meet them, are uncritical of your appearance? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And they compliment me. Yeah. And I love it. And the last. And the last question: If someone you are associated with talks about a fear that you've experienced before, do you have a tendency to have an apprehensive or fearful feeling? Also, no. 
you are 30, 33% emotional, 67% physical. What that means is the higher your perception of emotional suggestibility, the more you respond in hypnosis to inferred suggestions affecting your emotional behaviour. So you're quite low in terms of emotional suggestibility mm. and very high in terms of physical suggestibility. That means the higher your percentage of physical suggestibility, the more you respond to direct literal suggestions affecting your body. So this is basically the hypnotist's guide to how to get you. Okay. And you're back in the room. <laughs> well, I just feel really, um, I feel a clarity I've never seen before after doing that test. So I think ultimately you are suggestible if you allow yourself to be. So if you want to, if you're open to suggestion, you'll become suggestible, right? And some people want that little bit of a nudge in a way to, to make life more interesting. I think the point is that we're all suggestible but we can be either emotionally suggestible or physically suggestible. Or literally suggestible, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's uh, you know... I, I, see, I don't think we have even begun to understand how our brains and psychologies work. I mm. think that's part of the problem here. We're dealing with stuff that we can't even rationalise. You think about that rubber hand uh, experiment where you can so easily trick an inanimate object into feeling like part of your body. Imagine, the, imagine what that actually means for who we are and how we deal with reality. So don't cut holes in a sheet and go around the house. Woo! Or do. Or, or do. do. Or do. Yeah, we suggest you do. We suggest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what I do suggest. This is what I used to do. Obviously, it only worked really well the first time. I, myself and my sister had a, had a, a sort of a scare on the go for a long time. As, as kids, we used to try and scare each other, you know, jump out, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And she got me really, really good one day because I was in the shower washing my hair and my eyes were closed and there were suds all over the place. And when I rinsed off the suds, her face was <laughs> about two inches from mine with her mouth wide open, right? So I leapt into the air. And to get her back... I lay in wait on my hands and knees on, on sort of all fours underneath her bed. I did that. Did you? Mm. And then when she was on the phone, which she was lying on her bed on the phone, I used all my tiny might to lift the bed. <laughs> so she thought she was levitating. It was like... <laughs> yeah, I did that. I lay on the bed and put my hand on Deborah's forehead and she went, bananas. <laughs> Funny enough, for somebody, for all my cynicism, I, I am a squealer. Like you can scare the shite out oh, no, of me. You're, you're a good scarer. I'm like, <laughs> like constantly, Adam will come in, like I'll be making the bed or something and Adam will just come in from putting the garbage out or something. I'm like, Woo! and he's like, what are you screaming for? So I can, I live on my nerves a little bit. That's in me.